This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creative business owners share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. My name is Lee Rowley. I write words that sell things, and I teach other people how to write words that sell things. And Love I'm it. weird. Brilliant. Perfect place here. <laughs> so tell us, Lee, what is the best thing about being in business? Uh, you know what? I don't know. A corporate monkey alive who has one of these sitting in their cubicle. So uh, that's all I got to say. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. So I hear from other creative business owners that they avoid money matters like the plague. Tell me your thoughts on that. Oh, it's such a battle. You know, the thing about creativity, and I, I think I finally sorted this out after years, is this whole concept of creating something from nothing and then charging for it. Yeah. It's, it's you know, almost kind of God complex, like, and we feel like we're not entitled to do that. But, you know, we have to understand that intellectual value is still value. And yeah. from our own standpoint, you know, we can love to do what we do. But as Naval Ravikant said, Money won't solve all of your problems, but it'll solve all your money problems. So yes. we got to do it. Don't yep. be shy about it. It's funny. I recently heard from a creative that they feel like you're supposed to hate whatever you're doing that you're charging money for and that they love creating their work so much. That's the part that makes them feel bad about charging for it. Well, there's this puritanical sense of drudgery that, that's been instilled in our DNA right. that we're supposed to hate what we do. Right. I mean, when, when you were slinging mud, you know, 12 hours a day and it's freezing cold and you can't get a second job because, you know, there isn't any such thing. You know, yeah, life sucks, but it's not that way. We've got opportunities now and we need to cleanse our DNA of, you know, metaphorically speaking, of this idea that work's supposed to suck. I love that. Cleanse our DNA. So what other successful creative business owners like yourself should be on my podcast? Uh, have you met Mary Henderson? I have not. Oh, go meet her. She would be a lovely guest. She's an Aussie and she is one of my favorite people. Uh, Annelle Bester uh, is also uh, uh, one of my favorite people. She's, uh, she's a New Zealander. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to call her. <laughs> Kiwi. The fruit. Yeah, I don't know if I can say that or not, but eh, anyway, uh, both wonderful people, and you should have them both on your show awesome. at the same time. We'll see about that. So, what is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creative business owners should know? You know, when I was spending my year trying to build my presence on Instagram before I uh, embraced LinkedIn, uh, which was a terrible waste of time, by the way, uh, I, somebody private messaged me and said, you know, I think you think you're pushing too hard, but that's a good sign that you're not pushing hard enough. Mm. Uh, and I didn't know why, but at the time that statement kind of irked me, but it, it stuck and it irritated me you know, just like, just like a thorn in your sock uh, until I really sat down and thought about it and thought, you know what? You're right. I'm still putting my idea of what I think other people are going to react, how I think they're going to react into their heads for them. Right. And then using that 
to silence myself, which has yeah. got to be some kind of mental illness. I don't know what kind of mental illness that is, but maybe several, but it, it, it's, it's epidemic. We're afraid that, you know, what we put out there, we're afraid of what we could put out there based on what we think other people are going to think of us. Yeah. I kind of think about it as using salt when you're cooking. I personally never think that I, I, well, no, rewind. I always think I put too much, but it's never enough. And that's how I feel about online presence. It's like, you think you've done too much, put on some more. <laughs> well, that's true. Hey, to, to work with your salt analogy, here's the thing. If you put too much, if you do put too much in, your toast because you can't take it back out. Right. And yeah. so there's the fear. And, and I could, could liken that to how we think that, Oh my gosh, if I make a misstep online, if I put something out there wrong or that's too much on social media, then I'm screwed forever. Right. But the thing is, is that, you know what? We have collective amnesia. We're not going to remember <laughs> 24 hours from now. Don't worry about it. I have done so much dumb stuff online. Blah. <laughs> I, you know, that I can just be absolutely crucified for. And the next day people are just like, yeah, whatever. Let's and just move also, on. I think it's also one of those things that how will you know that that's not a thing for you if you don't make that mistake? Mm -hmm. I remember first time I sold someone or put out like a cold some message out there and I was like, ooh, that doesn't feel good. But I knew that's not a thing you're not supposed to do. And I guess I didn't think it was doing a cold sell when I was doing it, but then I realized my mistake and I was like, ew, that feels gross. I never want to do that. But had I not made that mistake, I would have not known it, but I would have been too scared to sell. <laughs> That's right. So now, example. the most important question podcast, Kakaya Vasha Lubima Musica, or in English, what's your favorite music? Ooh, you know, I could be all zen and say the sweetest sound is the sound of silence. <laughs> uh, realistically, you know what? It changes. Um, and right now, I'm a pretty high anxiety guy. So, like, I'm loving chill hop mixes on YouTube. Uh, these just real, like, three and four hour things that I can just put on and just kind of let the, the anxiety dissolve. So... Uh, that's my thing right now. I, I do love electro swing. I tend to like breed, you know, like hybrid music, things that are not this, but not that, right? You know, so electro swing, if you've, you know, the only thing about it is kind of a, a hybrid between electronic music and music from the swing era of the 1920s. Uh, so, which, which provides some really cool stuff and, you know, to listen to, but uh, I'm finding that more and more, you know, we're having to like make these hybrids and create these little subgenres because there's just so much out there that sounds the same that we're having to explore <laughs> yeah. more and more just to keep it fresh and creative. And I love that. I love that. I don't know many people that know about electro swing. So kudos points to you. I like you. <laughs> well, thank you, Lee, for being on. What's your website so people can find you? Leroly.com. Awesome. This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of creative wisdom podcast where creative business owners share their wisdom. Make sure to check out my blog at ragstorichesconsulting.com to get money insights you haven't heard before.